back in your ear to make it clear it's your host rob blow bringing y'all season three episode seven welcome to facts and stats this one going out to dk metcalf happy yeah. birthday dk hey baby to born exactly one week after the real to i can't make this shit up bro. i can't make this shit up man. yes sir yes sir v man the building man hey first day of the week monday we got y'all. We gonna start off the week fresh for y'all, man. Another good episode, man. Just sit back, relax, stay tuned. Let's get it. You already know, man. You for the day. We giving a shout out to Motown Records, Trey Young and Adidas. Plus, we recapping some more NFL games. So the segues just write itself on Mondays. Hey, man. This ain't the hotline. It's the stat line. So we covering the top weekend performance, man. Let's get to it. Starting off, man, hey, Buffalo Bills wide receiver Stephon Diggs, man, he the truth, man. He had 10 catches, a buck 30, one touchdown, and a huge win against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Good work, you know Stephon. Hey, Stephon, man, he leading the NFL right now in catches with 100. So I see you <laughs> doing your thing, man. Um, on to the Tennessee Titans, King Henry, Derrick Henry, the running back, man, another weekend for him, man, 26 carries. 215 yards and two touchdowns man they want to work against the jags 31 to 10. you know what i'm saying easy w um, it was another easy w for the coach too man they had running back jonathan taylor put up some numbers he had 20 carries for a buck 50 and two touchdowns in a 44 27 win against the raiders um, but you know, we can't leave, we, we can't go out the show. I talking about the Eagles, man. So, yeah. shout out to running back Miles Sanders, man. He, he won to work against the top defense, the New Orleans Saints. Uh, yesterday, yeah. he had 14 carries for a buck 15 yards and two touchdowns, which also included a huge 82 yard Ooh, touchdown run. Man. Was pretty. We're gonna talk about that, yeah, though. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna get into that, <laughs> we'll get into that a little bit later, <laughs> and you know, hey, one. Probably running up for MVP right now. You know what I'm saying? Aaron Rodgers went to work. He had 26 for 33 for 290 yards and three touchdowns and a huge 31 and 24 win against the Detroit Lions yesterday. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You got the Detroit Lions up out of there, man. The Lions fans, man, they might be a little salty off of that. Or they might have they might have just woke up and listened to some slow jams, some oldies. And they should listen to some shit from Motown Records because they was always a classic. On this day, December 14th, 1959, Motown Records was founded by Barry Gordy in Detroit, Michigan. That started one of the most legendary music labels ever that was also Black-owned. You feel me? That time in music was big popularity and gospel mostly. It started to make that switch to soul music, rock and roll, R&B, all that. And they seen how that was shifting. So they got out in front of that. The stereotype back then was that if a black person was singing a song, it was R&B. Whereas if a white person was singing a song, it was pop. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Whereas like it could reach more people, be more popular and all that. And that was a fact. We all know that, man. And Barry Gordon had a vision to show off the sound of young America he needed a roster for that though. So he started off Smokey Robinson, Marvin Gaye, Supremes. You, you know how people know say just to name a few. That's just to name a few for real. You know what I'm saying? So before I get to going too hard on that, get you in on the Black History Convo today. Hey man, sure. A lot of people don't know that Motown first was was a name Motown. It started off as Tamla Records. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Before uh very changed it to um, Motown. Um, what's the name? Motown, right? Just to, just to break it down for y'all. It's a mix of two words, you know, motor and town. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Detroit Detroit was always called Motor City, you know what I'm saying? So they just switched it up, add a little jazz into it and called it Motown, you know what I'm saying? I never heard nobody break it down like yeah, that. I appreciate yeah, that, man. Yeah. <laughs> so so that's, where the, that's where Motown came okay. from, you know what I'm saying? Because it was founded in Detroit, you know what I'm saying? So... So that's a, that's a, that's it right there, but man, Motown they had a lot of artists, man, in their record label. When I was going through some of the labels, some of the artists they had on there, man, I mean everything was basically was like one of the best, was one of the top singers of all time. I mean talking about Marvin Gaye, mm. The Temptations, mm. Smokey Robinson, Stevie Wonder, 
Michael Jackson. Good God. Boys to Men. Al Green, Rick James. Rick James, you know bitch. What I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. They even had Gladys Knight on that joint, man. But hey, there was this one artist on there that caught my eye. We just talked about him last episode last week, and that was Lil Baby. You know what I'm saying? Lil Baby was also signed to Motown Records. Oh, okay. Um, the mixtape that he dropped with Gunna Drip Harder, that was the only tape that was released under Motown Records. So hey man. Motown had an impact back in the day wow. and even now still, you know what I'm saying? But it's just crazy to know that so many talented artists came from just that one city from Detroit, man. So Yeah, thanks that. Thanks that, bruh. I gotta start off with a salute just to the to the black excellence, you know what I'm saying? To the black history. Everybody involved, man. Throw in Lionel Richie mm. in that mix that you, you know what I'm saying, you you throw you threw out and also the house band, they used to call the Funk Brothers. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They used to crank for everybody. Like, didn't even matter who the singer was. That, that was the house band. It was the, it was in the crib. Anytime, <laughs> you feel me? So they was, they was tearing the house down. Shout outs to them. And the only way you can have all that talent in a room and everybody really, you know what I'm saying, flourish and everybody do their thing, everybody get their money as if, you not jealous. You wanna you wanna see everybody do good, and you motivated by everybody. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You you see that as more so like a healthy competition versus like oh this motherfucker's stealing my money. He's trying to sound like me. You know what I'm saying? All that because everybody was creative. Um, I say this. Um, creative freedom. So you know it's it's R and B. It's it's music. You know what I'm saying? So they people write for each other. Woo woo. All that, but. The thing that, that that really stood out to me was that they really broke barriers for real. Like they they said that they shows started off segregated for real. Like mm-hmm. they really had lines down the middle, like fences and shit, feds and all. Like yeah, everybody stay on their own side. But I think it was, it was, yeah, it was Smokey Robinson that said uh, he said our music is fun music. It's all love here. Don't hit nobody else with them damn batons. For me, mm-hmm. I thought that was powerful too. Like they. You know, we still dealing with some of the same problems, but I thought like that was a legendary moment, you know what I'm saying, for them to have an impact. Yeah, and, and it wasn't just like, you know what I'm saying, we was having an impact on our community, we was, we was having an impact in the whole nation, you know what I'm saying? Like our records were hitting top what? 10, you know what I'm saying, billboards like non-stop for years anybody that's really hip is already singing shit in the background right. we just a little bit too young to really you know say off the top but yeah man bruh, come on they man. were basically like, know. they were basically like def jam before def jam you know what i'm saying back in the day so. hell yeah. yeah shout out to them man we going from black history to black history in the making if you ask me trey young got his own signature shoe and clothes line with Adidas that's dropping in 2021. What you think about this, man? Man, yeah, I think that's a good look. You know what I'm saying? Coming off his second season, averaging 29 points per game. Yeah, he deserved that. He deserved that for real. But um, I was seeing uh, an old Trey Young interview, you know what I'm saying, from a long time ago, where he said in that interview, one of the things that he dreamt of always as a kid, you know what I'm saying, was to have his own shoe line. You know, so when that deal became official a couple weeks ago, man, he went on his Twitter and he said, can nobody tell me dreams come true? You know what I'm saying? So yeah. shout out to Trey Young for that. He, he stuck to a dream and stuck stuck to it. So, yeah. Yeah, this is this fire right here. Shout out to my man, Trey Young. Mo, first of all, congratulations. Got to throw that up out there, man. All congrats, big props. Any words you want to use the the substitute for congrats? Because mm-hmm. I got out the source right now. But I want to say most importantly, I'm glad that a lot of these young athletes is choosing other. You know what I'm saying? Well, some people say, okay, Adidas is still a big company, but Nike and Jordan is 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 the main ones. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So for Trey to go Adidas, I see the uh we talked about the Puma roster when Lamelo Ball signed mm-hmm. over there. So just think outside the box, because I always been the type of person where I don't even like wearing shoes that everybody else got. Yeah. For real, for real. Yeah. Like, especially when shit popular. Like, you know, we all know how high school and 
some people still in the high school mentality where they got to yeah. get the shoes ASAP. I never always want to have some shit I never seen before when I look at it. Yeah. So I respect them, you know what I'm saying, branching off like that, man. Um, But it's still going to be some haters that's going to say he don't deserve that because of his record. I ain't going to front. The record is so bad, it's one of the only numbers I ain't write down on this piece of paper because that's my dog. <laughs> but just trust me, it's not good. So we're going into this next season starting uh, December 22nd. Um, they got some free agents. They signed Capella, Rondo, Gallinari, Bogdanovich. What's your expectations for this season coming up, man? Hey, I'm thinking, like, they're going to be a playoff team for sure. You know, I feel like – Three years in, Trey Young, he's, you know what I'm saying, solidified who he is. He knows what type of player he's going to be moving forward. And now he's just going to take a more aggressive approach. You know what I'm saying? Missing the playoff the first two times, he won a taste of that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think I think they're going to sneak in. You just mentioned the pieces that they that they added. They still got John Collins, too. Yep. Yeah. So him and John Collins, you know Stack what I'm saying? Whoever, he, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 big man, too. So they they got some you know what I'm saying they got some they got some studs on them yeah so um yeah shout out, shout out to Atlanta they're gonna make some noise you know what I'm saying as long as they stay healthy and then you know go throughout the whole season and take care of what they gotta do man they might be a 50 win team you know what I'm saying but it might be like a low 50 like 50 nah. game 51 you know what I'm saying it's but even harder with less games yeah I think 70 that's, games oh, that's, that's true yeah it's 10 less 50 games 50 or 20 yeah. Make that 40, 40, <laughs> okay. 45. Yeah. I, <laughs> I hate you, man. I hate you. Um, <sighs> I want to go there, bruh. I want to go there, man. With the lineup combos they could put together, it's, it's going to be a show. A night. Like, it's going to be 110. It's going to be 115. It's going to be 120. They're going to upset some people. They're going to scare the hell out some people. Um, but Capella might have to lead the league in blocks for them to be like, yeah. I eat on defense. You know what I'm saying? Because Rondo's not coming off the bench in Atlanta. We can scratch that. <laughs> we can scratch that. So him and Trey in the backcourt, you mm-hmm. know, we're going to have to protect that. Um, do you want to start start Gallinari with that too? Because that's another uh, – you got to clean up. For, John Collins, he can block shots too. But – I feel like the defensive side is what they gonna lack on a little bit. Would you would you start Gallinari at three or the four? I might want to bring him off the bench. That's what I was thinking too. I might want him to be the six. Yeah, as though like um DeAndre Hunter. Yeah, because uh, I like there. I like Collins and um Capella being on the court at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got two big men. One can be the offense. One can be the defense. So that's. That's, that's good. They both get lobbed mm-hmm. up top. Top shelf with Rondo and them. Ah. Yeah, there might be a lineup with Gallinari and then with all five and like that. You know what I'm saying? When they try and get some. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be a mismatch. It's going to be three, 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 three players. That's like 6'10 and taller. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Facts. Because you think about Rondo running the point, Trey Young coming off the screens. That's with the, with the floor space, a live dribble. That's scary. He said they got Bogdanovich too. Yeah, the oh, King Bogdanovich. Yeah. Oh, oh, the Kings. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Would See, you would you bring him off the bench too? Nah, I'm starting him. But you you can't play him, Trey, and Rondo. You can't start all three of them. Can you? That's too small. He's not a small forward. I thought he was like a shooting guard, small forward. He he probably like six three, six three, six four, maybe. I mean. I feel like with the Hawks, they're gonna have fun with this lineup. Oh, they, yeah. they they they're gonna match up based on like the competition and the flow of the game. You know what I'm saying? Like if they down the fourth quarter, they need some shooting. You best believe they're gonna have Gallinari and Bogdanovich. You know what I'm saying? All, all of them on there. But yeah, it's a it's, it's a it's a line that's it's a line that that can go pretty deep in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? So on that on that note, shout out to Lloyd Pierce. Uh, he the third third year head coach in the NBA. Uh, third year head coach with the Hawks. He been coaching for twenty years in the NBA, assistant and all that. I don't know too much about him, but he's black man. So I'm rooting for him. Yeah, yeah. Shout out, you know what I'm saying? Get shout it, out man. to that. Um, 
We'll do our rankings no less. I definitely think they're a playoff team. I'm definitely not saying that. But something about this team, man, the only way I could compare it is a carryout team, man. And you don't you don't go to the carryout no more. So you don't, you know, and some people don't know what a carryout is, neither. It's carryout, carryout, you know, DC Maryland shit. But it's Chinese food, you know what I'm saying? But when you go there, the best drink you could get is the tea. Is the tea. But when you get a tea, what's the best tea? It's the it's the sweet tea. The half and half. half. And half tea. Oh, and they can't leave the lemon out. They you can't gotta have the lemon. The lemon out. So that's exactly what the Atlanta Hawks is. I think they're gonna be half and half. Five hundred team. It's gonna be a lot of talented pieces, but lemon. It's gonna be somebody in there that's sour. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna, it's gonna be. It's gonna be somebody in there's like, bro, I should be getting more PT. Somebody might get traded bit. I think it's a talented team, but they still got some pieces, uh, and, some things to work out. And Rondo is the mumble sauce. Man. <laughs> everything, on, everything on the top, you know what I'm saying? Rondo, Rondo. <laughs> funny as shit. Rondo will make it look good. Yeah. Thanks, Brad. Hey, the young PG and the old RPG trying to lead the team to the playoffs. NFL teams fighting for playoff position, too. So let's get to the NFL recaps. We're flying a dying part 13. Finally flying. Eagles over the Saints, 24-21. What you see, man? Hey, I just want to say I noticed this one thing that stood out to me. I'm going to say this June 1st. Mm-hmm. Zero sacks. Yeah, facts. We allowed zero sacks. Let me, let me scratch that out so I don't have, so I don't say that somewhere in here. Yeah, there we go. Okay, yeah, go ahead, <laughs> bro. We was the yeah. most sacked team in the league with fifty. We're like still four games left in the season. We allowed zero sacks today, bro. I gotta get that credit to Jalen Hurts. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. we only have one starter in our lineman, and that was Jason Kelsey. Everybody else banged up. It was all backups. It was one starter and four backups. And we allowed zero sacks against the number one defense, you know, in the league with Cameron Jordan out there. You know what I'm saying? Davenport and those side rankings. I mean, I mean, just I just want to go on about Jalen Hurst real quick, man. His confidence in the pocket, man, that, that joint was it was it was what once used to look like. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Cause it's like when you see that you don't have nothing down the field, you move out. You know what I'm saying? Instead of waiting and just hope something opens up and wait for something to happen, I was noticing Hurts would move out the pocket often. Like he was lying to the left, lying to the right, mm-hmm. picking up first downs on third down and shorts because, you know what I'm saying? I mean, obviously, of course, some trash. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So I don't blame him if he, if he don't see nobody open. You know what I'm saying? But he, it's, it's, it's Hurts making the right decision to – I ain't got shit. Let me just let me just book it. You know what I'm saying? And I saw a lot of that. You know, and that was and that was good for us because we was keeping the ball moving. You know what I'm saying? He was um, he was accurate too. Like when he got out of the pocket, he didn't throw for a rack of yards, but nah. when he made them little boundary throws on on the sidelines, he was he was pinpointing them jumps. Hey, it's a good thing you brought this shit up because. Let's just go back to that whole challenge call on Zach Ertz, man, on the sideline. Oh, he caught that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, like, I'm, I'm like, bro, what are the refs looking at right there? You know what I'm saying? And it's like even Mike Pereira, you know, Dean Blandino, whoever that was, you know what I'm saying, working, it was like, yeah, I don't understand why that wasn't that completed catch. I mean, nice. the replay literally saw my man two feet down, stretched out for the ball, possession, everything. You know what I'm saying? Ursh is, Ursh is a good player, but I want to credit Hurts on that for making that play because that was on fourth down too, nice. you know what I'm saying? So I just thought, like, boom, that was first down. So, you know, we got screwed over on that one, but, you know, that's 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 football for you. But, man, I want to show some love also to our D-line. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Coming into the game, I didn't know we were number one in the league in sacks and just D-line alone. Oh, you know what I'm sacks. saying? Yeah, Fletcher Cox been putting in work. He had, like, 6'7". Brandon Graham got, like, 6'7". Josh Sweat and I got like six. I you know what I'm saying? Sweat. Barnett. Bro. I mean, I'm like, 
Hey, I want to say happy birthday. Shout out to uh, Fletcher Cox, man. It was, oh, it was his B day yesterday. You okay. know what I'm saying? So, hey, you got the W too. So that was a nice B day. He always do that little <laughs> army crawl when he do it. He did it too. Yeah. Well, um, but yeah, man, I'm just gonna end on this, man. Um, it might sound crazy, but even though Miles Sanders had 115 yards and two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. We're still not running him enough Thanks. for us. 14 carries is still not enough. You know what I'm saying? If he had 20, 25, who knows? The boy could have could have could have had 200, 250. You know what I'm saying? So I like the fact that you know we got some yarders today. You know what I'm saying? Yesterday like 200 yards plus, but yeah, man, I want to see, I want to see us run the ball more, Miles Sanders. But yeah, man, it was a huge win, man. I'm, Got my morale Huge back upset, up. Yeah. Evil, yeah. Well, I know my, my morale not up. I'm still disappointed. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to act like they pops for the rest of the season because I gave them good luck. By give, I, I gave up on the season. I told you when you was leaving, what? I think it was either last show when we did the battles or some shit. I was like, yeah, nah, this shit over, bro. I'm done. And I'm still done with y'all, but keep doing your thing, though. Uh, First possession, Jalen Hurts, man. Long drive. We had like 14 play drive. We kept going for it on fourth. We're gonna go for every for the fourth. Yeah, it's like four bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we we got stopped on that. We was moving the ball. Defense got a chance to rest, get they get they spirit up and all that. Um beginning of the second quarter, that back shoulder jumped to Alshon. Mm. Beautiful. Another fourth down. Hey, you know it's 2020 when Alshon Jeffrey scored a touchdown, bro. Cause this man been lost for I don't know how long. It's the so, Super Bowl. But <laughs> <laughs> foes lost at that first Joe that he stayed. That was yeah, it. But bruh, that was a beautiful jump. Sanders, we talked about the 82-yard, beautiful off the uh, left side. So when I seen him make that run, I thought about coming into the season, the quote he had, he was like he left a lot of yards on the field by not being able to break tackles, and he wanted to put on a little bit of weight in the offseason so that he got them extra yards. So he broke that little tackle after like 15, hit that speed, it was a wrap. So, like you said, though, only 14 carries. Jalen Hurts had more carries than him at yeah, 18. Yeah. Um, you know, he can't put the he can't put the ball on the ground, he can't fumble. Um, at the end of the game, special teams don't be scared to jump on the ball. 22 Fs could have just jumped on it, but he was like, oh, that motherfucker moving too fast. Son, that was he the same shit I see from the Falcons Cowboys game. Almost. I'm like, why is niggas no not you, you can you can touch the ball. They can, but you can touch the ball. But but we noticed when he went down and touched it, he didn't get it. Like he was the one that touched it, right? And they almost ended up getting it. So it was like he he didn't know. Like that Jones, y'all like get him off the field. <laughs> Just get him off the field. I made no excuse for. Um, but we still ended up winning that game. We we slowed down Kamara. That was nice. the biggest thing to me. Like he had like. 15 carries, like 50 yards. He was quiet in the passing game. That one little touchdown on that swing pass to shut him down. That was crazy. Josh mm-hmm. Sweat, I see you. Keep, keep balling, you know what I'm saying? Now, let's get back to the top. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, I see you, fool. I see you. I might have to scratch out the W E N on my Wentz jersey and put H U R. Hey, the Eagles need the motherfucking uh do an exchange all Wentz all Wentz uh apparel for Hurts apparel, man. Cause uh the way that shit was looking yesterday, you said it, you said it. Confident mm-hmm. off the break. Like if it's if it's not there, it's not there. If it's there, it's there. You know what I'm saying? He was. Letting all the throws go, no sacks. That's just him. Partially is like him moving all the time. Yeah. And then half of it is now like the defense got to have a game plan. Like you don't just rush this motherfucker any old way now. Mm-hmm. Now is is Lamar. Not that he on any of these levels. I'm just trying to get people to understand if they ain't seen hurts. 
talking Lamar Jackson, we're talking Kyler Murray, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? We're talking that kind of rushing. You see, first start, like yeah. 100 yards, 100 plus yards on the ground. It ain't no bullshit. So when they start rushing, it's like, I don't know. Whereas at first is oh, this is food. But now it's not, you know what I'm saying? So that bring a, a whole nother element to the team. We're going to see how this go. But one other point I want to make. Not to take anything away from Jalen Hurts. I want to say all that first. I feel as though a lot of, I feel as though 90% of the team felt like Wentz shouldn't have been benched and that they had a hand. Like they was, you know what I'm saying? It was like 50-50 with Wentz and the rest of the team. Like, yeah. yo, we got this nigga benched. Yeah. So it's part of like, yo, they played with a spark. They played with a fire because mm-hmm. it's like, it's half, for for Wentz and they have for themselves too, like you know what I'm saying, like put they put they best foot forward and all that shit. Yeah. Um, I was also gonna say too, just to piggyback on what you're saying, I also felt like the reports of Wentz losing the locker room, you know what I'm saying, probably just a little bit has some has some truth to it, you know what I'm saying, because like you say, like it was a different team yesterday, you know what I'm saying, like. The spark you say they provided, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, on defense and on offense, you know, like I ain't seen this Eagles play this good since since I don't even since know since Carson did... Wentz was young and they yeah. was playing for him. You know what I'm saying? Since they believed in him, but that's part of my problem though. Like this, you in a situation that you in, you got the you got the opportunity to either believe in Jalen Hurts or not. Right. You because he only threw 467 yards, so as a wide receiver. You could choose to feel the same about him as as Wentz, but you're supposed to put your best foot forward. No like what. you all, you're supposed to play with this fire for any quarterback because you in the NFL. You feel me? So I I don't even if Wentz did lose the locker room, that that don't excuse somebody saying, "Oh, there this motherfucker go again." Yeah, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, with all the dope, still got showing and feeling through your thing. What? Oh, hey. We got the Cardinals next week. And all I keep thinking about is Jalen Hurts versus Kyler Murray, two Oklahoma oh. alumni. That's just, that's just going to be a good game. <laughs> if, if Hurts start, I mean, I, mean, I doubt Hurts going to go back to the bench. But, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but they didn't make that play call official yet, but that's going to be a good game next week. So, so. Well, yeah, that's going to be an exciting one. I can't wait for that, man. Yeah. Hey, Coach D, can't wait for this season to go on neither. So we're going to get on to the Colts. Colts over the Raiders, 44 to 27. What you see in this game? Hey, I saw Jonathan Taylor, man. Hey, I see you, bro. I see you doing your thing, man. You was in in the in the in the dollhouse for a little bit. We had some fumbling issues, but man, yeah. Frank Wright finally let you out, man. You out here doing your thing now. You got a buck fifty and twenty touchdowns. I mean, in two yeah, touchdowns, it off felt 20 like, carries. It yeah. felt like 20 touchdowns <laughs> when you watched that. Yeah, but um man. I've been I've been getting on T.Y. Hudson all year, and he's been listening, man. This past few weeks, man, he's so come back to his old form. He had 80 yards yesterday and then two touchdowns. He he caught a bomb. I'm like, there you go. That's the vintage T.Y. Hudson we used to seeing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He the, mall slim too. Yeah, he Stood did. Over. Talking about talking about a moss. Kenny Moore got that moss with that one handed pick, man. Ugh. That's that shit was nasty, bro. That shit was nasty, bro. Man, man. I mean, overall, when I sit back and look at this game on paper, I mean, the Raiders had just as many yards, just as much as time possessions. The first down was was even, but the difference makers were the turnovers, man. Sir, three to zero. When on the on the game when you lost by seventeen points, man, that three zero that that three three turnovers was the difference maker. You know, but hey, I'm gonna give love to where loves do, man. Shout out to the coach. If they keep playing like this, they can make some noise in the playoffs. Man. So on the Colts, Jonathan Taylor, man. Slim had about 50 yards on the first possession. It, it felt like every time they gave him the ball, he was getting 15, 20. He had like three carries on the first drive. He was just eating. Early, so he set the tone for the whole game. Like, yeah, nah, if you can't stop me, you may as well go home. It's gonna be long, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Ty was out there, like you said. Um, Derek Carr, he responded quick, uh, made it 14 to 10, but he was just trying to do too much. 
he got a little happy after that, and that's when Kenny Moore made that play. I said last week the pick that he made versus the Texans, the scoop jump was the pick of eating. No. <laughs> My fault, Kenny. Too too early. I jumped too early. Sit on that one. Yeah, nah, yeah. This the one right here. Shout out Kenny Moore. He balling. Uh, like you said, the difference was turnovers. Phillip Rivers was clean with the football. Uh, 19 to 28, two TDs, no picks versus Derek Carr with the two picks. Um, I always say this about Derek Carr, man. The, the Raiders just need a new quarterback. Yeah. Uh, they are they quarterback away from, yeah, being for real. Um, 24-20 going into the fourth, though. And them two young boys again. Jonathan Teller, Kenny Moore got a strip, strip fumble on the outside. Teller just ended the game, man. Pick six, and that's it. Murder she wrote. That's it. <laughs> I was like 44-20. They was it was back and forth the whole game. Yeah. But hey, when the, the coach defense decided, they was like, okay, yeah, that's enough of that. Whatever y'all doing, relax. Can, can we still say defense wins championships in this time? Can we still say that? I mean, I know it's a lot of scoring nowadays, but you gotta have yeah. some defense. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be like Top half, like top 15 or some shit. <laughs> we going to see, though, man. It's a lot of good defensive teams going on, just like the Bills and the Steelers. And I didn't even write down the score, but just trust me. Bills won that. You got the score? 25-16. My man, 25-16. My bad, 26-15. 26-15. <laughs> 26-15. <laughs> Over the Steelers. What you saying that? Hey, I just want to say this, man. Stephon Diggs. He a top five receiver in this league. Diggs. You know what I'm saying? No doubt. I hate you. Bro, when I see this man play, you know, because I got to see I got to see a full game of Stefan Diggs yesterday. And I I don't never watch many of the fight. I mean the Vikings game in the past or the Bills game this season. But when I see how he runs his routes, mm. he reminds me of like a much taller Antonio Brown. You know what I'm saying? He got that, he got that acceleration, that energy. He, he gives it a hundred every single play. When he catches the ball, He's he's gunning. He's looking. He's looking to juke somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like 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 he ain't trying to just get the ball and just grab some yards. Nah, he's trying to you know move 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 with the ball. You know, and I feel like you know what I'm saying you can make a case that this season he's making Josh Allen's numbers look better. You know what I'm saying? He's making Josh Allen look pretty good. You know what I'm saying? So I can go on as far as to say neither team you know really lost a trade you know between the Vikings and the Bills because you know. You know, the Vikings end up drafting Justin Jefferson Giddy. with that pick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so they got Stephon Diggs. So, yeah, so that was a good move on them for the Bills. But, yeah, yeah man, the Bills looking like the second best team in the AFC besides K- besides KC. You know what I'm saying? Besides the Chiefs. I mean. Are you, you, know, you standing on that or you just throwing it out there? I'm standing on okay, that. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? I was big on yes, the Bills since last year. You know what I'm saying? When they when they was making the run to the low playoff, you know, I, I was like the Bills, man, they 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 coming up. They're gonna be around for a while. Especially, you know, the Patriots ain't looking all that good. Tom Brady gone that division. It's the Bills division now. You know what I'm saying? And the whole year it was like the Steelers, you know, they might be the, the top team to right. compete against the against the Chiefs. I might, I might say, it might be the Bills. You know what Just I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, they're not too far away. They only one game away from the second seed now with Pittsburgh losing that game. So um, the Bills looking like a, a Super Bowl contender right there, but man, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't still, I was expecting the Steelers to not execute like how they wasn't doing last night. You know what I'm saying? One for ten on third downs. You're not, you're not winning any, you're not winning any football games. That kind of recipe. You know what I'm saying? And then you only won the ball for except 47 yards total the whole game. I mean, you got Big Ben back there. This ain't the same big man nah. that, that can give you 500 passing yards no more. You know what I'm saying? You, you got you got to help him out and run the ball. You know what I'm saying? Run the football a little bit. You know, but also all in all, because they, they were they weren't getting off the field often, it just gave the Bills too many opportunities for them to get some points up. The slow start to this game. I was glad I recorded it. I was skipping through, skipping through, skipping through. Seven three late in the first half. Big Ben. First off, it was funny because they was talking about how Big Ben is throwing the ball quicker than he's ever thrown it, like 2.5 seconds, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Taking the least amount of sacks that he's ever taken. 
in the history of his career. And then <laughs> the cornerback, the nigga cornerback knew all them stats. And he was sitting on that little quick out. He said, okay, yeah, thank you. I know, I know it's gone. It gotta be gone. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, thank you. Pick six. And after that, they really ain't looked back. Because Josh Allen came out the um second half, first two drives, boom, 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 straight down the field. Everybody was eating. He kept hitting um he kept throwing the jump, the um that cross field shit. He was rolling all the way to the right. He was throwing bombs back to the middle to the little tight end. Uh, I forgot his name, but he was out there eating. He caught one, got a pass interference. Um, and then Stefan Diggs. Good God. I, first off, DMV, we out here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, my, DMV, we nine. out here. Yeah. Cause yeah, coming straight out of Maryland, you know, you let let the people know. For PG that. County, yeah, man. yeah, yeah, straight all up. day, all day, all day, you know. <laughs> but hey, I really ain't gotta add. I, I fuck with what you said. That was you. You really can't put it top five. I put him in the top ten when we did it. I think he, I had him at like eight. That was like mid season though. Mm-hmm. So at this moment, yeah, hundred catches to lead the league, top five, and I like the Antonio Brown comparison. Mm-hmm. So shout out to that. Um, big pitch on the Bills. I'm with you, but I'm not gonna stand on it, and I ain't gonna be no <laughs> hypocrite. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna completely flip. It's gonna be a team, couple teams I would pick over the Bills in the playoffs. But I'm gonna say it just like you. Outside of KC, they the most dangerous team in the AFC. Yeah. So I put I put that respect on it. Steelers without Bush, without Dupree. Mm, Dupree. That's the one. Yeah. It feels so much different. Even though Bush is a real good linebacker, Dupree a monster. And I think Big Ben is going to have to throw for a foul <laughs> yards. Go back to his old self. Yeah. And not, not like for like the rest of the season, but like in the playoffs, mm-hmm. you won't have to be ready for it. Cause I don't know what the hell up with this running game. I mean, yeah, James Connor, yeah, they got talent. Yeah. I mean, even, even the wide receivers, they didn't do nothing yesterday. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Juju, Deontay Johnson, Claypool. Hey, but I heard an interesting stat um, in the game. That was like uh, the Steelers wide receivers lead the league in drops. You know what I'm saying? I, I didn't, I didn't know that. You know what I'm saying? So even though we heard Claypool and Smith Schuster, all them put them in those, these numbers. Jones, you know what I'm saying? Man. They also drop a lot of balls too. So he was talking about Ebron. Yeah, Ebron too. Uh-huh. Low catches. He had exactly. He had, he had this one drop on third down. Ben Roethlisberger just shook his head like, "Come on, man, you got to make those catches." But um, but they also faced a tough secondary man. So Davis White, yeah. he was. I'm glad you said that. That's that's the. I think that's the best part of the team. Yeah. Like oh, like as a you know what I'm saying as collective. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Micah Hyde, Poyer, Levi Wallace, got White, a pick yeah. yesterday, you know what I'm saying? Wallace, yeah. White might be top five on it, oh, too. facts. Automatically, yeah. So, we got to do that list. That's going to be crazy. Yeah. Um, But, you know, there's a lot of top five people in this next game, too. Chiefs over the Dolphins ended up being 33-27. What you seen this? It was up 10 points early in the game, man. For the one for, for the first time, I was thinking, like, damn, the Dolphins might actually pull up this upset. You know what I'm saying? Because this is like, you know, the Chiefs two tests against the defense. You know, the defense is what kind of got the Dolphins to where they are being being eight and four. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, Mahomes did throw for three interceptions in that game. You know, so I was like, okay, you know, the Dolphins can probably pull this off. You know what I'm saying? But nope. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs doing what they do best, man. They they just took that deficit and was like, I ain't nothing. You know what I'm saying? We're on a 30 to nothing run. You know what I'm saying? Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey leading the way. Hey, what they both doing on the field right now, man, it's just, it's, it's just unbelievable, bro. Kelsey, I'm going to start with Kelsey. Please do. Kelsey now has six games in a row with eight or more catches for a tight end. Not just that, bro. And, right, <laughs> and he leads the league in receiving yards. At the tight end. Travis Kelsey got 1,250 yards at the tight end 
leading the whole league. All them good ass wide receivers we named, we mentioned. Right. He's leading all them in yards. He might be top ten receiver. Yeah. Am I crazy? No, no, you're not. This bro. year. I mean, I mean, he a monster. I mean, every single year. I mean, you know, you got him on your fantasy squad. So you How know, am just... I getting crushed every week? I, I, don't, I don't get it, bro. I got him and DK. That's another story. Well, yeah, man, but not too far behind from him on the rankings, you know. Coming in third and receiving yards is Tyreek Hill. You know what I'm saying? And Tyreek Hill, he a monster, bro. You know. Everybody, every defense in the league know you're gonna they're gonna throw deep. You know you're gonna throw deep at least one time to Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they can't stop it. You know what I'm saying? The man had a bomb where he was double covered. He just ran past both of them like it was nothing. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, can't nobody stop him? He's just too quick. He's the cheater. Yeah, you know so, for real. Yeah, man. So when you got that, you got those two on the field. It's, it's a full, it's a full four quarter game when you're playing against these, against the Chiefs. You know what I'm saying? You uh, need some more people out there. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. I'm gonna, let, I'm gonna let you get on this a little bit. You know what I'm saying? This, this, this game was crazy. This is probably one of the wildest games I seen. For real, for real. Overall, um. Like you said, Mahomes with the picks, they came in with two picks for the whole season, mm-hmm. three in this game. Um, they doubled it in the first quarter. He had two picks first quarter. And this defense, like you said, wow, in the whole season, uh, they done had a turnover in every game this year. So this ain't nothing. They just expect at this point, uh, motherfucking Xavier Howard, the cornerback that had the one-handed and pick in his own. Double joint. He had – this is his fifth straight game with a pick. pick. <laughs> like, he just going out on the field like, yeah, let me get one of them. And that pick was on Tyreek Hill. Whoa. So he was toe-to-toe with him, so. That was the only way he was going to get that because he was gone. <laughs> he was gone. Yeah, he had to pull the OBJ. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, I got one shot, one opportunity. But, yeah, now nah, he, he been balling this year. Um, it really should have been 14 0 because Tua threw a nice little pretty uh corner bomb, like a little floating pass to the uh corner of the end zone. Devontae Parker, you gotta get that. You yeah. were you a jump ball receiver, Joe hit you in your hands. It was a lot of catches or a lot of throws where I felt like Tua was accurate, but it was just contested catches that the receivers was just like they weren't ready for, they weren't fighting for. Um, Devontae Parker and was I forgot? No, I know his top three running backs and his top two receivers was gone by the start of the second half. Mm-hmm. So he was playing without them for most of the game. His uh, he got his foot stepped on. What was it like the second possession before he threw that jump to Devonte, uh, by somebody cleat, and uh, he had to you know what I'm saying take that jump up. That was one of the things I was thinking about. Was like, okay, well, people were like, oh, he injury prone, bro. Somebody just came off the edge and just stepped on his foot. Right, right. And then he he taped it up. He toughed it out. You know what I'm saying? He was still out there, but in the meantime, in between time, tw- you said thirty points. Bro. I'll break it down different. Twenty eight points in ten minutes of game time. The shit went from eight minutes in the what the second quarter to thirteen minutes in the um the third quarter. So eight and three and two on top of it. Ten minutes again, twenty eight points flat, bruh. How? Do- That's what you call shit escalating quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what the fuck just happened? Like, she was sweet for a second. Bruh. They held Tyreek Hill without a, a um they held Tyreek Hill without a target in the first half. Mm-hmm. He didn't get thrown to him, but he had that reverse. Yeah, like 30. Yeah, oh, my son. Hey, <laughs> I lied to you not. He just he just realized gun through the whole line through three motherfuckers who was in front of him, bruh. I just knew one of them was going to yeah. push him out of bounds. I was like, nah, he ain't that fast, but. 40 odd days. Tyreek Hills, man, he keep on the watch. Yo. Scary, man. And then he got the bomb, like you said, over the top. Hardman got the return. 
Travis Kelsey, man, I'm going to start talking to you like I used to say Spider-Man in the playoffs. Like your mother would talk to you. Get your ass in the house. Stop bullying them little kids, man. Stop doing that, bro. You doing too much. Lean in the, in the yards. Travis Kelsey needs a nickname. I'm surprised he don't have a nickname yet, man. How? Get his boy a nickname. We got to get to work on that. FNS on that, man. Um, But, you know, I got to get to my boy at the end of the day, man. Tua. Tua. I like the game that he played. He was aggressive. He was careful with the football. Just the one pick. Um, he ended up what 316 mm-hmm. on 28 of 48, two touchdowns, one pick. Like I said, it was it was at least five contested catches where I'm like, if y'all bring those, it's a whole nother ball game, you know what I'm saying? Not to make no excuses or nothing for him, but I feel as though I gained just as much respect for the Dolphins as if they would have won the game. Cause it really came down to 10 out of the 60 minutes, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? For 50 minutes. They won what, twenty-seven to five. So against anybody else, that's what we talking about, thirty to ten. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to them and shout out to them because they covered the spread. I bet on them plus seven. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They came back and got that six with that field goal at the yeah. last second. Hey, Kansas City, I told you I was gonna get my money back. I ain't say I was gonna bet on y'all, <laughs> but. We're going to get on to a game that I don't know if I'm going to bet on yet because it's going to be a close one. Ravens at the Browns. What you see? Hey, man. Lamar Jackson, all eyes on you. Just how all eyes is on him in that Cowboys game. You know what I'm saying? Everyone has the – coming into this season, the Ravens was like a contender for the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? With the Chiefs. And so far this season, they've been looking all that. If you ask Coach D, though. Man, I ain't gonna ask. He's gonna bring up zero percent, so I ain't, I ain't gonna bring him up. But you know what I'm saying? You sitting at seven to five right now. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be a tight race for that for that last spot. You know, um, but I feel like you know they can they can make a run. You know what I'm saying? This is gonna be a big game right here against the Browns. Uh, I do want to point this out already. You know what I'm saying? They did beat the Browns already in the season mm-hmm. week one. You know what I'm saying? So if you smoke them, smoke them, it's like thirty four to seventeen or some shit. So if we kind of keep up with the same formula or something like that, use that, you know what I'm saying, again today, you know, it might work in your favor. But, you know, Miles Garrett, man, he ain't he ain't looking like no scrub, you know what I'm saying? He's been talked about perhaps defensive player of the year, perhaps Walter Payton man of the year, you know what I'm saying? That's a nice He's getting, little combo. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm saying. He ain't going to let you just run over him, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson, you know, I feel like he gets that offense running. You know what I'm saying? I want to see him throw the ball more to Hollywood. You know what I'm saying? Get Hollywood a couple bombs. You know what I'm saying? Get him involved more in the offense. You know what I'm saying? Because that's going to cause the defense to step back a little bit because they already, they already know you're going to run. You know what I'm saying? You and then Mark Ingram and Dobbins and Gus Edwards, they already playing for you out to run. But if you switch it up on them, stop throwing the ball easy, kind of force them to respect that, oh, it's going to be a long day in the field for them because then you can run how you want. But, yeah, that's – I'm rooting for the Ravens, so um, I, I got them win this game. I think they can pull this out. They need them more than the Browns. So. They definitely do. Yeah. yeah, it's like seven to five to mm-hmm. nine and three. It is, y'all. Ah, oof. In Cleveland, I amplify one of your points first. I seen a report. Denzel Ward, the the Browns' top cornerback, probably gonna be out with an injury. Mm. Hollywood, Hollywood, um, Miles Garrett, like you said, still out there. Could be a, a defense play of the year type showcase on a Monday Night Football game. Damn, I'm gonna be real with y'all. I ain't write shit down. <laughs> be real with y'all. I ain't write shit down. Hey. Oh. The Browns, though, if I have to make a case for the Browns winning this game, I'm not going to be because of Baker Midfield. It's because it's going to be them two pro yeah. running backs that got back there, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. I feel like they're the best dual running back in the league right now. You know what I'm saying? What Nick Chubb is doing and what Kareem Hunt is doing together, you know, it's not like somebody's doing more than the other. They're doing this as a collective, as a duo. Yeah. 
You know, the Browns are nine and three because of the running backs, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Baker Mayfield got him a few games, but I ain't really heard too much from Juice. Where you at, Juice? Nah. You know? Yeah, no, nah, I feel you. On this one, I feel like Lamar Jackson. It's it's a big stage game. Regular season. <laughs> You know, he's not going to be scared of the bright lights, MVP shit. He's going to have to get cooking early, though. That's that's the key. I'm going to go Ravens. I'm going to say Ravens end up being close. Yeah. Um, but it got to be early because you got to start to take Chubb and Hunt away. You got to make it to where it's like they feel like they got to score. You know what I'm saying? You get 7-0 early. You get 10-0 early. Now you you playing with a whole different type of ball game. So I say that type of formula, Ravens to the win. Hey, yo, just feedback on that. I like that. You know, that's a good game plan. If I'm the Ravens coming in, I want them to put the ball in Baker Mayfield's hand. Yeah. I want Baker Mayfield going against that secondary with Humphrey and um, um, Marcus Peters and them back there. So, you know what I'm saying? Because if they can run the ball, they're going to run the ball efficiently. Nick Chubb averages the most running – rushes per carry with six you know what i'm saying the league so get the ball off the running back force him to throw you know what i'm saying and that'd be a good form of a win but you gotta be you gotta get up early so yeah yes sir man hey anybody gotta get up early with facts and stats man get up early with djv man too let you close out the show rob low peace i just left columbia <laughs> say it over there I just left Columbia, <laughs> young scooter. New guys, your front office put in work this offseason. Bogdan Bogdanovich, Rajan Rondo, Danilo Gallinari. These were some really coveted free agents. What was your reaction when you found out all these guys were coming to Atlanta? Yeah, I was, I was super excited. I was super excited. We've added a bunch of guys that bring a lot of different uh, unique talents to our team and uh, a lot of different pieces that are going to really uh, help us take that next next jump to the next level this year. So I'm really excited. So what is that next jump to the next level for you? What are your expectations for the team and yourself this season? I mean, for me, it's, it's all about winning. I mean, whatever it is, it's it's winning, getting to the playoffs. Um, but it's not just getting there. It's, it's making noise once we get there.